Pirates versus Tyrants. This is the Tom Wren Show, where we practice piracy on the enemies of freedom and liberty. Welcome to the show, everybody. We are back, and my diversity hire is here again. Uh, Producer Andrea, who I think today, I'm not sure, I think you said you identify as a Latino today. Are Are you male or female today? Can I be female today? Yesterday, you assigned me male, Ukrainian, and pregnant, which is interesting. Are you, are you still pregnant, or did you get? Did I you can remain pregnant, but okay. Well, not if you're going to be female. For diversity. Well, you were female. I was male for diversity today. Let's just yeah. Keep yeah. It so, you're, so today you're just a Latino woman <laughs> um, who's not pregnant, and. Uh, yeah. um, are you an obese female woman today? Do you identify as obese? You don't look obese. Boy, I better stop right there. You're yeah, a girl. I was going to say, if you like to exercise and you're not obese, then you're racist. So be careful, Renz. That's true. That's yeah. true. Exercise is racist. And uh, being anything Exercising but fat. Exercising is racist. Yes. Yeah, yeah. For anybody not not aware, if you, if you miss the show... Or the shows, because we've talked about this extensively in the past. Uh, exercise and fitness is now racist. Uh, and uh, if you don't like being fat, you're racist. Uh, I, I'm not sure I can actually explain how we got there. But Which of there. our esteemed universities defined that? I mean, we've, we've gone over many universities. There was Arizona, well, Washington. I think Arizona State had... Well, no, that was blackmail privilege. Black, blackmail privilege, yep. And not blackmail like... You know what people try to do to me, blackmail <laughs> no. like black, Being a black men. Man. Yeah, they're they're yeah. now the privileged in yeah. Arizona University. Yeah, but yeah. you know what I you know what I was thinking is I don't know if uh, I'm kind of curious. I I don't remember reading all that stuff. It, so if you're a a female who is pretending to be a male, do you still have blackmail privilege? Like yesterday when you were. Uh, yeah. Well, I was I was a black woman yesterday, um, mm-hmm. but if you were uh, and your you were a black were Ukrainian it. man yesterday, right? So did you yes. have privilege? Mm-hmm. Were you were you were you privileged yesterday? You would think that I would be even more privileged, right? Being Ukrainian yeah. and uh, I don't know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That gets complicated. Mm-hmm. And we didn't define my pronouns. Your pronouns were it, but yeah. What what, mm-hmm. what were your, what are yours today? <laughs> Yeah, I think you have to you have to assign them. Them var. Can them, you be them var? Them there this. Them var. I'm them var. Uh, uh, all right, all right. I, I know someone. There's someone that actually wants to watch me, watch me talk about things that are important. All right. Um, and there is important. There's very important. Uh, headline: The Republican Party presides over yet another election disaster. So I was looking through and I was thinking about what to talk about today. And I got to be honest, this is one of the best written articles I've seen in quite some time on any particular issue. It's in Becker News. And it's good enough that I want to go through it in detail. And I really want to focus on this because this is a big deal, right? So as we look at COVID, we look at accountability, we look at Trump, we look at 2024, we look at all the things that are happening, the thing that we have to recognize is that if if we can't win an election, it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. 
And, you know, granted, we have a lot of issues with election fraud. There were, you know, reports of vote flooding, flipping yesterday in Pennsylvania. Shocker. Who would have thunk that? I mean, I'm sure they're going to fix it when you can't have any lawsuits or question it. But, you know, the, at the end of the day, we, we've still got to get out there and vote and we got to do things. But that didn't happen. So yesterday was not a it was not a great day for Republicans. And I, I mean, it's hard to imagine why you would think people would be super excited about people like McCarthy and McConnell selling out on everything. But they weren't, shockingly. And so this this article starts out, and it's talking about uh, you know 2018, 2020, 2022, and in each one of those elections, the RNC has has failed. They failed epically, right? So I'm talking about the Republican Party, not individual Republicans. We've had some great Republicans. I mean, 2020 we had Trump. Uh, we've had a lot, you know. I mean, who would have won any uncheated election by a lot? Uh, but we have all these things that are happening. We've got great Republicans, but the Republican Party is horrific. And so when we look at this and we see that what's going on, it begs the question, why? And so naturally, the, the mainstream media is looking at this as an off-year thing and saying that, uh, yeah, look at this is going to bode very badly for uh, for Republicans next year. And I think that's certainly part of the plan, because if they're going to try and steal it from Trump, they have to start setting the precedent now. But you saw Andy Bashir in Kentucky win. Uh, he beat a Trump-endorsed candidate, and that's the only, the only Trump-endorsed candidate that I know of that lost, but I'm, there may have been others. But you know, Bashir is a, a piece of garbage. I don't think anybody in Kentucky likes him. But Kentucky's really beat up. You want to talk about suppressing Republican turnout, you've got Mitch McConnell down there. I mean, who is, I, I'm guessing McConnell is probably, I don't know, I, I, he probably was backing Bashir. Uh, you know, I mean, he may have said that he liked, uh, liked uh, what's his name down there, uh, Daniel Cameron, but I, I don't actually believe that. Uh, you know, and, and they note Biden lost Kentucky by 25 points, okay, when he ran against Trump. So how is it? Uh, that that the Republican Party wasn't all over the state. How is it that they weren't fully fighting and backing Daniel Cameron? Well, it's because you know, Trump liked him. But and and listen, I know you're going to tell me, yeah, he's Republican endorsed. They were backing him. No, no, no. It's like issue one in Ohio. You know, Mike Dewine said maybe three words on the issue. He, the, no one really fought it outside of the people. You know, a lot of activists fought it, but the Republican Party didn't have any sort of an effective. And they, they know how to fight these issues, and they didn't. They didn't. Uh, you know, and same sort of thing there. Now, you do have Republicans winning. I mean, Tate Reeves uh, won in Mississippi. And uh, Jeff Landry, you know, back in October in Louisiana. Uh, yeah, we're, we're seeing some good things. Um, yeah, and certainly abortion is driving a lot of turnout on the left. Uh, the liberals love killing babies. So anywhere you got abortion on the ballot, you know, I mean, that was driving, that was driving a lot of people out there. Right. Um, there was a huge, huge liberal turnout and, uh, you know, that was a big deal and that happened across the board. So according to this, uh, we have a uh, quote, 
Liberals accounted for 34% of voters in Ohio exit poll results, up sharply play from 20% in the 2022 midterms, 21% in the 2020 election, presidential election. That's record high turnout amongst liberals in Ohio exit polls dating back to 84. They backed both abortion and marijuana referendum by uh, vast margins, 94 to 6% and 85 to 15% for marijuana. So the liberals came out hard on killing babies and smoking weed, which you know, is not a surprise. These are issues that would motivate liberal turnout. Now, there's, there's of course, the question of election fraud. Was there election fraud? If so, how prominent was it? You know, what was going on with that? And I don't know. I don't have any good, solid evidence on election fraud. But, I mean, for you to tell me that there was no election fraud, it, it's like telling me that the sky is green. I just, I don't believe it. I don't even need to look outside to know I don't believe it. But, uh that said, another quote from the article, in line with greater turnout by liberals, Trump 2020 voters were comparatively short supply. Voters said in exit polling that they backed Joe Biden over Trump in 2020, 45 to 43, but Trump won Ohio 53 to 45. So, you know, that, that accounts for this whole thing where people didn't want to admit that they voted for Trump, but they probably did. So uh, the article then says, no Trump, no Trump voters, right? Right. And then ask the question, how is the Republican Party trying to reach them, them being Trump voters? And this is the problem. This is the problem. There is no one on the Republican base that's getting out there to vote for the Uniparty. Everybody hates Mitch McConnell. Everybody hates Romney. Everybody hates this Uniparty crap. Nobody likes it. We want a fighter. We want people who are fighting and winning. That's why Trump's polls are huge and uh, you know, everybody else's are not. This article says the underlying problem is that nobody trusts the Republicans to abide by their word. Where are the J6 tapes? Where are the impeachments for Joe Biden, Merrick Garland, or even Alejandro Mayorkas? Uh, when will the weaponized FBI be defunded? These are all things that the Republicans promised, but they lied because they're a bunch of lying cowards. If the Republicans aren't good to their word, why would anybody care about the Republicans? And this is the problem. The Republican Party is destroying its base. Nobody likes the Republicans, including Republicans. Everybody likes Donald Trump. Everybody likes some of the Republicans, but no one actually likes the Republican Party. Uh, Quote, Trump voters see rising threats to the nation in terms of the border crisis, nonstop war machine, monumental levels of debt. Establishment Republicans yawn and continue on with the business as usual, which entails counting their filthy lucre in uh, Loudoun and Fairfax counties. Well, that's that's pretty much so it, right? Right. What we see is Republicans don't care, uh, and you know. It, they're not doing anything about it. Now, this this article touches on some of the uh, voter fraud that's occurring. Once again, uh, talking about Pennsylvania, uh, uh, the swing state's been the site of numerous election uh, debacles in 2022. A uh, flood of mail-in ballots caused serious delays in the state's counting of votes. Encore performance is, uh, is occurring now. I mean, listen... The, there was numerous reports of vote flipping and other issues in Pennsylvania, right? So, yeah, why is that a surprise? It's not. Uh, multiple voting machines in Northampton County on Tuesday were vo- reported to be shut down due to errors, including votes getting flipped. County switched to paper ballots. 
question. Why didn't they do that to start with? You know, I mean, but don't worry. ES&S says uh, they're going to get this all fixed up and they regret the situation, right? They want to make sure there's, quote, fair and accurate results. Um, why does this surprise anybody? Uh, well, do you really think there's going to be, you want republic uh, uh, election problems? Wait till 2024. So, uh but there's a poll from ABC, and this is important. 76% of Americans think the country is heading the wrong direction, okay? 95% of Republicans think that we're going the wrong way, and 76% of Repo- independents, and 54% of Democrats, a majority of Democrats think we're going the wrong way, right? Everybody thinks we're going the wrong way. Why was there no turnout? What are they going to turn out for? More of the same? The Mitch McConnell ED leader limp dick Republicans? I'm sorry. That's what, yeah, I know. I know. I slipped up and said that's what we got, though. That's what we got. So here's where we get into it, though. Quote, yet the RNC chair. Corona, Corona, Rona, uh, McDaniel, Rona Romney McDaniel, right? The other Rona, the, other the only Rona. Rona worse than coronavirus. Uh, Rona McDaniel uh, continuously fails to harness all this widespread dissatisfaction about the nation's state of affairs and turn it into meaningful election results. This is the fourth straight election cycle where pro-Trump back McDaniel has blown it. Now, I do understand that Trump is trying to keep some peace with the Republicans. He needs to go after this piece of garbage. They need a new leader. She's never going to back him. I'm sorry. You know, listen, I I support the Trumps. I support their family. I support the. I think they're good people. I disagree with him entirely on anything related to the vaccines, but he's the best man for the job, right? He is. The problem is, is he needs to recognize something. We all need to recognize this. Mitch McConnell is a sellout. The Republican Party are a bunch of sellouts. There's some great Republicans, but there's a lot of sellouts. You are not going to get the leadership of the Republican Party to back you properly. If we still have Rona Romney McDaniels in 2020 uh, for the 2024 election, if we still have the same leadership, they are going to undermine Trump at every uh, turn, every opportunity. They're not going to back him. They're not going to support him. They're not going to do anything right by him. They're going to use every sneaky trick in the book to help him lose. That's what's going to happen. So I'm of the belief that Trump needs to clean house on this. Trump is the leader by a bazillion points in anything Republican. He needs to just go after these guys and just put it out there. Listen, Rona, you're gone. You suck. You are you are the Mitch McConnell of party chairs. You you just you suck, and you keep pushing these things. And she does. She's horrific. What has she done well? She's literally failed every election cycle. Even though the the I mean, how do you lose when ninety five percent of Republicans? How do you have no turnout in most states when ninety five percent of Republicans think that we're going the wrong direction? If you can't motivate people when it's that bad, what the hell are you doing? Anyways, uh, 
So the, the Washington Examiner, this, this article cites the Washington Examiner, published a litany against uh, Rona, call Rona, hmm. uh, after the 2022 uh, midterms, right? So Carl Rona McDaniel, uh, quote, is about to win another term as the head of the Republican National Committee. It is an incredible feat given her track record of failure. That is fantastic news for Democrats who watched McDaniel take control of the RNC in 2017. Since then, Republicans have lost the House in 2018, the White House in 2020. With Joe Biden being widely unpopular, Republicans should have dominated the midterm elections in November. Instead, the party went out with a whimper, just barely taking the House and losing a seat in the Senate. Corona McDaniel has overseen three election cycles now, and the best she can say is that one of them, 2020, was just a failure rather than a miserable failure. If the RNC, RNC under McDaniel is no good at helping Republicans win elections, what exactly has McDaniel been good at? That's a great question. What does she bring to the table? The GOP's candidates have become worse over the last three cycles, not better. The party lost the House in a blue wave in 2018, lost the presidency to a political dinosaur Joe Biden in 2020, then failed to win sweeping control of Congress in 2022 cycle that should have been a red wave. And then the article asks, no wonder conservative commentators are calling for her to give it up and let somebody more serious take the helm. I'm calling for anyone to do anything possible to get this POS out of her seat. She sucks. Bad. Uh, Many believe these disappointing election results are due to a populist president candidate, uh, Donald Trump, being on the ballot. Well, except for one thing. When Trump's not on the ballot, nobody shows up. Let's look at what happened this cycle. How many people showed up? Six? I mean... If Trump's not there, they, we're not back. Because no one believes the Republicans. They've lost all credibility. McCarthy, McConnell, they're pieces of crap. I don't believe a word out of their mouth. I would rather deal with an AOC who I know is going to be a communist sellout than a Mitch McConnell who's going to lie about it and then sell out. At least she's not a liar. She's just an idiot and a lunatic. But that's where we are, folks. That's where we are. There is no Republican Party. There's nothing good coming from the Republicans. They they can't get anything done. All they do is talk. They're great at hearings. Where's the impeachments? Mm-hmm. Where's the censures? I mean, we finally got one censure. I'm going to get to that in a second. But where is this? How do you leave someone in charge of the Republican Party who has been this big of a failure? Why is she in charge of anything? Who in the hell thought she should be in charge? This woman is the worst thing ever. And really, the Republican Party has been kind of ran by Mitch McConnell and a bunch of these insiders for a while. That's the reason Rona, Carona, is still there. Because Mitch McConnell and his crooked bunch of sellouts uh, from the Uniparty R side of the aisle are, are backing her, along with Democrats. Her power is coming from Democrats and rhinos. Exactly. So she's not red. That's the problem we have with the Republican Party is they tell you, get out and vote red, red wave, red wave. I'm all for a red wave, but not everyone with an R next to their name on the ballot is red. No. Having the discernment and the no, you know, getting educated on the good players and the bad players within your own party is very important. 
people yeah. just go with the R's and say red, 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 red wave. But if the red's purple, if the red's yeah. corrupt, we're not going to get a red wave. We have to call these people out and say, if you're not red, we don't want you in our party. We don't want, we're not going to let you run if you're not really red. Well, without giving away too many secrets here. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus-hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. The Natural Colon Cleanse. It's the ultimate digestive tune-up with Oxy Powder. It's crafted to alleviate the discomfort of gas, bloating, and occasional constipation. There's a reason why Oxy Powder is our number one seller. It works. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. One of the things that's next for me in, in lawfare, right? So we're gonna we're continuing litigation, we're continuing this, we're continuing that. But one of the next phases of lawfare is really we've got to continue pushing legislation at the state level and at the federal level and seeing where people go. Put, give them make, an make option. Them are you gonna? Yeah. Are you? Yeah, are you gonna support mm -hmm. us or not? Right. You'll see. You'll see the rats scurry, but you have to make them work for it. We're not letting. We're not making them work for it, and then we're not calling them out when we can see that they're rats. They're rhinos. When you see a rhino, you have to call them out. Yeah. Well, we need to get. This is one of the things. I hope Matt Gates and some of these other guys can figure this out. We've got to make sure that these guys. Uh, they've got to understand what we're doing here. They've got to understand the value of offering legislation. You know, putting people on the spot because we're going to have to clean the house here. Mm -hmm. We cannot continue to fight like this. The Republican Party is not an, op an opposition party in this. They are going along with the globalists, the sellouts, the Great Reset, everything else. Now, we've got the Matt Gateses of this country who are fighting like hell and who we should support. You know, uh, you know MTG and Boebert and all these guys. Uh, what's his name down in, uh, in Florida? Yeah, there, there's a handful of these guys that are Byron Donalds. Is that it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep, I mean, I we've got a handful of guys that are really good people. Massey mm -hmm. is usually good. Um, we got some good people. We got to back them, though. 
but they're going to have to take some hard steps that are going to be really unpopular in the party because if we've got to smoke out these rats and get rid of them. Exactly. Yeah. So if we can get, if we can smoke out McConnell and some of these guys and show what they are, but I think Trump needs to be involved. I mean, we've got to get Trump going on. If Trump starts pushing, uh, and, and really forcing the Republicans to either t- back him or get out. That's going to be a game changer. And honestly, this has been a little bit beneath Trump's pay grade. This should be his campaign. So I don't know who's running what in his campaign, but Trump he really needs to have things set up where his campaign is putting it to people either or. Like anybody who's not backing him, they should be called out publicly. Quit being afraid to call Mitch McConnell out publicly. There mm-hmm. should be a whole campaign against this guy. There should be a whole campaign against Rona. You know, what What do you think? What are you going to hurt their feelings? I mean, what, they're going to quit backing you? They'll back you anyways. You know, but but we've got a misunderstanding. One of the things that I love the Trumps, but one of the things that they keep doing is they keep fighting this by the old rules of the game, right? They keep saying, Oh, that's not how you run a campaign. You know, that's not how you what that that we don't care how people used to run a campaign. We want you to win. And that ain't gonna happen by doing what people have been doing. So I don't know. What what what, what but, we got to say from that? Didn't didn't we discuss yesterday that some people have been pressuring you to be nicer yeah. to ED to our ED leader? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, and I mean stop I stopped calling him the ED leader. I mean, we started the ED jokes a long time ago on the show because I I expressed to you one morning how much I love Carrie Lake yeah. and how she 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 you know was in the news. Yeah. For saying BDE, that she yeah. loves that Trump has BDE and she talks about people having BDE. Yeah. So, yes, we immediately took BDE and we were giggling about it. We said, he's ED. He's the ED leader. Yeah. Call yeah. these people out for what they are. But now we're getting pressure to be nicer to him. On, well, in what world and in why should we be nicer to ED leader McConnell? Why? Well, and that's it, right? So and I forgot about that because that was the first time I'd I'd never heard of BDE before that. But now <laughs> and I had to explain it to you. <laughs> yes, yes, I, yes. It, it takes me a little bit of time to catch up. And, on and I told you that Carrie Lake probably has the biggest BDE in the room most of the time. That's, which is it? And that was the kind of the, <laughs> the joke, women right? have BDE as well. Yes, we've got more women who have this BDE than men, and you know. Trump is Trump's a fighter. He's got, but then you got this McConnell sellout wuss. I mean, when you look at McConnell, he's just he just reeks of wussiness. I mean, he just reeks of wussiness. I don't know what else to say. I well, he's falling apart. You know, they're all old, and he's falling apart. I mean, he's got you know parts of his brain that just shut down in the middle of speaking. Yeah. Now, I mean, yeah, it's- yeah. Well, and I think that the I think what's really shut down is his ability to lie about how big of a sellout he is. I mean, it's just becoming more and more apparent every day. I mean, he's been the I, I think he's probably been this big of a sellout for a long time. But you know, this is the thing though. You get to Congress and all these guys become sellouts and wusses. I mean, show me one guy in Congress who actually acts like a man. I mean, there's like, you know, I guess there's like two or three, but the number of people down there that well, and again, the biggest BDE you got down there are people like MTG and Bobert. I mean, yeah. you got these people who are just warriors. And that's, that's you know, that's... And, and when they talk about, I've heard that he can be a bully and he can be scary, you know, he's scaring. And again, if I were in a room with ED leader McConnell, the last thing I'd be is scared. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing. I'm sure he's doing things to be corrupt and evil because that's what he is through and through to the bone. And yeah. and. Yeah. 
I know it's probably hard to go against this corruption, honestly, but he is so weak. His lies are so apparent to the American people. He's not scary at all. So we need leadership in there that doesn't bend a knee to this corruption. We need them to go in there and fight for us. Their constituents need them to have BDE. This is war. We are in wartime and we need wartime generals. Yeah, we need people who are willing to fight. I mean, listen, you may bleed a little bit, but you get you got to be willing to fight. The, it, you know, this, this is the thing, right? So these guys are such cowards that they're worried about McConnell leveraging his connections in the press or controlling the money for the campaign. Who the hell cares? You know what? If one person would go to war with McConnell and just start telling the truth about him, just start leaking you know, McConnell did this, he's doing that, he's doing all the things that he's doing behind the scenes that I hear rumors about, but I can't, I don't have enough evidence to come forward with it, right? Because I hear from these guys what he does, you know, about him threatening to cut funding or to fund opponents or to do all these things. If I could get one person to come out on record with some of this, you know what? McConnell's done. He's not going to have that power anymore. He's going to get booted from everything. Just man up. Give me one or two people who will man up and do it. I don't care if they man up if they're a girl. I don't care who it is. We just need someone. Yeah, and we the people are are all for boycotts. We can boycott Bud Light. We can we can come out. I mean, we have shown in the last few years that we're angry. And yeah. we will band together and we will back truth. We will back transparency and honesty. And we will back people with BDE. Yep. We need leadership. Well, we can't, the problem is, is that we can't keep doing what we've been doing and expect a different result. You can't, and one of the things that I've told a couple, so, you know, I'll work with elected officials on lawfare issues, right? So like, you know, someone will bring me to their state and they'll ask me to, you know, talk to some elected officials or talk to this or talk to that. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk to them about issues and how you'd pass this legislation, how you'd pass that and what you'd do. One of the toughest conversations with a lot of elected officials that I've had is, listen, you've got to recognize that if we're going to put forth a bill on COVID, on vaccines, on CBDCs, on, you know, the border or illegal immigration or, you know, sex for kids and this transvestite nonsense and what they're doing in the schools. If you're, we're going to go forward with any of this, you've got to understand something you're not going to have an easy fight. You're going to have one hell of a fight and you've got to be willing to fight. You can't negotiate it through. It isn't going to happen. The left doesn't negotiate and the rhinos aren't going to back you because they're a bunch of wussies. So what's going to happen is you're either going to go to war on this and force the rhinos to man up or you aren't going to get it because there's too many in that uniparty that are too afraid to man up and do things and you've got to put them in a position. So you've got to take a more aggressive approach. And this is what I'd like to see from the Trump campaign. He controls the Republican Party. I don't care how much Mitch McConnell doesn't like it. I don't care how much uh, Corona doesn't like it. He's, he's the one that's got the people. 80 million plus. He can do this, but he's got to get his campaign to start acting like they've got testicles rather than being a bunch of freaking wussies. I'm so sick of these wussies. So, I don't know. Uh, you know what, speaking of wussies, let me, let me, here we go, right? Next headline, quote, House votes to censure Rashida Tlaib over anti-Israel comments. So they finally got to censure 
uh, Rashida Tlaib, right? Finally. It only took, I don't know, multiple votes and her saying everything out there under the sun. So, I mean, this woman's out there ripping Israel, chanting pro-Palestine. She doesn't care that these guys are killing people, killing babies, killing families. I mean, this is a total disaster. And what we've got is this this absolute abject nightmare uh, where, you know, she's right. But we can't even get the Republicans to do that. I mean, finally, we've got it. Finally, we got 234 to 188, four members uh, present, right? I, I mean, she's supporting terrorists, for God's sakes. And we can't even find the gonads to deal with that? And who were the rhinos? Didn't they list the rhinos that voted against it? Um, I, I got to check on this last one. I'm not sure if there were rhino sellouts on this last one or not. I'd have, oh, okay. to, have to double check. Um, I know that, uh, you know, Tlaib was really mad about it. Uh, she's been really fussy because uh, she doesn't seem to think that uh, there's anything wrong with terrorists killing children and women, babies and other such things. But uh, let's see here. Yeah, I don't have a, I don't have a, I don't have in front of me a who voted against it thing on this. But I mean, yeah, two thirty four to one eighty eight is is. Uh, I'm guessing most Republicans, if not all, voted for it. I would hope. If any didn't, they should be absolutely. Uh, in the gateway, it says four rhinos who voted no. I'll find it. Oh really? Yeah, gateway pundit. We still the four. had four rhinos voting no on this. And see, that's when we need to come out and name these guys. I mean, dox them. Here yeah. are the four rhinos. Here are the four rhinos who voted no. Ken Buck, Colorado. Thomas Massey, Kentucky. John Dort, Dort in California. And Tom McClintock in California. Oh, okay, shocking, so, too, in California. Well, Massey's not a rhino. Uh, Massey's doing it on some sort of... I yeah, don't know. I think yeah. my my understanding is, is that Massey's got some sort of a moral thing going on with it. I'm not okay. sure what it is, but I, I can't throw Massey into the rhino bus. He's generally been pretty good, and he's pretty ideologically uh, aligned generally. So i got to believe there's – I'll give him the this, benefit I'm, of the doubt. I'm reading it straight from the Gateway Pundit as well, so it's, it's listed yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Massey a little bit of a benefit of the doubt, even though I don't really know why he would think that, and I don't know if I agree with him. But mm-hmm. I would listen to his. But Ken Buck, I mean, Ken Buck has been outright stupid on this. Um, you know, so, and the other two from California. I mean, I guess what can you expect? It's California, but I mean, what what a ter- terrorist! They can't even condemn her for being pro-terrorist, and she's out here. That's saying that I, uh, you know, oh my gosh, they're trying to censor me, and uh, you know, I, I just want this out there, and just you know, trying to put it out there the right way. She's just full of crap. She's a freaking lunatic. She's a radical. I don't care about your faith. I don't care who you are. When you use faith as a mechanism to deny someone's freedom, or to justify hurting, killing, maiming other people then I don't like what you're doing, and I don't care whether you call it faith or not. Your faith ends when it affects my freedom. That's where it goes, right? Uh, anyway, so, I mean, but we can't even get Republicans to have the spine to do that. I mean, it's a fight to get that done. I don't know. Um, 
Meanwhile, we have this, right? All right. You you should you producer Andrea, you should probably uh, protect your your virgin ears on this article. This is no good. <laughs> um, the Washington Free Beacon headline: Porn star Susanna Gibson goes down in Goochland. Okay. This this by the way, this article is funny. Uh, there's all sorts of innuendo in the article if you read it. I, I recommend you guys read this. There's some innuendo in there. It's kind of funny that I'm not going to go into in a family show. But uh, it is funny. They open up. They say, voters swiped left on swinger and amateur porn star Susan Gibson on <laughs> Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> so, Oh, man. What I would have given to work on that campaign, you know? like uh, Yeah. That I've, would... I've worked on political campaigns, but, you know, to sit in the room of like, okay, what are we going to do strategically to get this porn star elected? <laughs> yeah, that's that's pro- that's got to be a little bit funny. Swipe I mean, left. The, yeah, marketing, I think... the marketing ideas abound. It would it would have been funny to think about. I don't think you would have made it long. You would have, <laughs> so for anybody that doesn't know, uh, Andrea is a uh, one of the most mama bear idealists I've ever known. Uh, yeah, she's got a couple babies that she that are hers. And man, I will tell you what, uh, I appreciate her sense of humor because she jokes around. She'll joke around with us on this. But I will tell you what, uh, I, the odds of <laughs> I, I think you'd last about six seconds on a campaign like that because you'd be telling, you'd be swearing at this person more than anybody I ever known. But this uh, this Democrat, the porn star, uh, apparently raised money uh, by doing porn on a website that I'm not going to promote because, well, first of all, I've never even heard of it, and second of all, I'm still not promoting it. Uh, but she only lost by a narrow margin. Right. I don't have the exact numbers, but according to the article, she lost by a narrow margin. So uh, <laughs> here's a good one. Gibson's defeat suggests her political career reached a climax on Tuesday. <laughs> we'll, we'll just stop there. Um, anyways, this whole thing is really funny to me because you've got this woman who's just she's horrific. I mean, how bad of a you literally have a woman who's a porn star. And the Democrats are backing her, and she almost won. What does that tell you? Uh, other than we're in a bad spot. Um, Upside but- down world. I mean, it's like, I think it was in Parks and Rec, where one of the candidates for mayor was a porn star. I mean, we've joked about this in in comedy and in our society. We're definitely not in the Ronald Reagan, Margaret Thatcher years anymore. I mean, no. you, you've got women who get criticized for wearing too short of skirts while they're running. This woman is an is a proud porn star. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and some of the quotes, I don't know that I can actually, uh, I don't know that I can actually use some of these quotes. Um, Here's one. This is from uh, porn star and Democrat candidate Susanna Gibson, who almost won. Quote, yeah, you can watch me pee. Let me block a few people, and then y'all can watch me pee pee. Uh, I guess she, you, she videotaped herself peeing publicly. If you tip me and some tokens again, I'm raising money for a good cause. Well, <laughs> is that that's not any type of campaign violations? <laughs> I'm going to be real honest with you. I have never looked at campaign law campaign through the lens finance. of. of uh, I, I I would be curious to know whether raising money via porn violates any campaign finance laws. Exactly. I mean, you can't you can't 
raise money while on government property and things like that. But I guess from your bedroom with a camera and your porn studio, it's okay. It's not violating yeah. any campaign finance regulations. Yeah. I, the, the last paragraph of the article is really the money shot, if you will. And uh, <laughs> it, did I say that? Um, and uh, here's the thing. I'm, I can't read it. I, I literally can't read it. It's a direct quote from this woman and I can't read it on air. I, I just, I'm not going to do that on the show. Um, but I, I urge you guys go to the Washington free beacon and read this. The reason this is so important is, Oh, by the way, uh, she did get the seal of, pro of approval from the family friendly, uh, family friendly seal of approval from uh, the, the left wing Democrat family friendly Virginia group. Uh, so this porn star who wants people to watch her go pee uh, apparently got a, a family friendly seal of approval from the family friendly Virginia. So if you're backing family friendly Virginia, just know that your standards are a wee bit low uh, for family friendly. Folks, our country is going to hell in a handbasket. And it's just, it's horrific. The, that is the kind of candidate we have. And the Republicans can't, can't do anything with this. You want to know how bad the Republican Party is and how bad a job Carl Rona is doing? We have a porn star talking about peeing on camera. And she's almost, she's close to victory. This is inexcusable. Listen, I don't care if you're a family values voter or not. Is that okay? I mean, is that where we've gotten to? Have we really gotten to the point where 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 our Republicans suck so bad that they can't do that? You can't beat a porn star. I I just folks, I don't know. Please support the Tom Wren show and the America Out Loud Network. Support our books, Mod RNA, Why It Matters, and other essays. Uh, we've got the CBDC book out now. It's at Barnes and Noble. I don't know if it's up on Amazon, whether Amazon's accepting orders yet or not, but uh, CBDCs, Why They Matter, and other essays. Uh, these are part of the 404 series, and we're going to have a bunch of books. And understand, these are very, very short books. We put them together to give you the talking points, the bullet points, what you need to be able to communicate on these issues right? We're not trying to write a tome on mod RNA. You won't want to read it. I've read it. I boiled it down into something that you can read and talk about. Same thing with the CBDCs. Trust me, you want these short. You can't, uh, they'll put you to sleep otherwise. These are terrible issues to read about. But we kept them short. We tried to keep them interesting. And I want you to take a look at them. They're available on Barnes and Noble. They're available on Amazon. You can go to timeruns.com and find links. Get the books. We need to get these out there. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought. AmericaOutloud.news, delivering a message of truth, inspiration, and hope to the world. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. Join us in the fight for liberty and justice for all. America Out Loud Talk Radio.
The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body. And now they found the solution, the miracle enzyme natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase, the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system to keep our bodies free from harmful bacteria, viruses, and toxins become less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. Okay, welcome back and welcome to this stack of stuff. All righty. We're going to jump right into it, folks. We're going to jump right into it. and We're jumping into COVID and these super safe, super effective vaccines, which according to the Epoch Times headline, billions of copies of residual DNA in a single dose of COVID-19 mRNA vaccine preprint. So we got a new study coming out. And remember, we have to follow the science. It's the science. The science never lies. It's never wrong. It's perfect. And so the science is now telling us that there is a whole bunch of DNA in these COVID vaccines and uh, that that is an SV4, includes SV40 enhancer genes, which uh, is a likely cause of turbo cancer. Uh, we also know that DNA does permanently rewrite your genes or genetic code. It changes things on a permanent basis in many cases. Uh, Finally, we know that mRNA is not actually mRNA in the COVID vaccines. It is mod RNA, as in modified laboratory modified RNA, that doesn't work the same way as mRNA. It's a different animal. So uh, this this doctor David Spiker or Spiker or, I don't know how to but uh, he uh, he's doing this huge study on DNA and the COVID vaccines and yes it's there uh, yes there's a real good possibility it's causing the cancers and yes it's causing all sorts of other problems I mean that's that I just get your gene therapy drug and then watch your genes change and then be surprised when they don't work because well, that's what happens when you screw with your genetics. I mean, God kind of made us perfect, and then we uh, reprogram ourselves with uh, Bill Gates, Anthony Borla, gene therapy 
poisons and then uh, we get cancer and die. Sounds great. And in a related, related headline, but one that I think I want to talk a little bit more about, also in the Epoch Times, headline, Psychosis, Panic Attacks, Hallucinations. Bizarre Psychiatric Cases Amongst COVID Vaccinated. What? Now, this is something that is only just coming out, right? Now, we saw some of this in our DMED data, and we saw some instances of this and some reason to believe this, but it really has not hit the mainstream yet. Uh, Dr. Patrick William Slater, a 60-year-old neurologist, right? Doing fine in life, gets his COVID vaccines. Starts having panic attacks. Starts having all sorts of psychiatric problems. Gets his third dose, and it gets a thousand times worse. This guy, who is a uh, neurologist, is 100% sure this is from the vaccines. Now, what do we know? We know that the spike proteins and uh, the the lipid nanoparticles and all these different things, we know that they cross the blood-brain barrier, which means this poison, when it's put in your body, gets into your brain. What happens from there, we don't know. Right? And how would we? There were no tests. There were no long-term tests. There's no studies. These guys didn't even have a, a do a test to see whether the vaccine stopped transmission of the disease, let alone what it does to your brain. No one has a clue about that. What we do know is that there's a lot of psycho issues happening, psychiatric issues, psychological issues, this, that, and other. Um, you know, I would wonder if there might be some sort of correlation with the COVID vaccines and these new mass shootings that we're seeing on such a broad scale. I don't have evidence of that, but I'm going to tell you something, folks. Much like Rush used to, I uh, I know these guys. I know what they do. Uh, what did Rush used to say? Rush used to say he knows these guys like he know, knew every glorious square inch of his naked body or something along those lines. <laughs> uh, remember that Rush quote, everybody? So uh, same thing here, right? Right, so these guys are uh, are absolute psychopaths, and we know if you knew this was going to cross the blood-brain barrier, there's a good reason to think it could cause issues. You know, anything you put in your brain causes issues, and I know how these guys do. They don't. They wouldn't study that because they don't want to know. But is it happening? Well, I would say almost certainly. Why do we have so many neurological issues if not? I mean, we know that the number of neurological issues increased by by tenfold in the military numbers, according to the DMED data. Why would we think that if, you know, if this is getting into your brain and causing neurological issues, why would we think that it wouldn't cause psychological issues? Of course it would. So, you know, I don't know. I, I mean, the, the jury's out. There's not a whole lot of studies on it yet. But I want to suggest to you that you consider this because it's kind of where things are going. We're going to eventually find out that these not only cause cancers and all these other issues, but they also screw with your brain, which I think was actually uh, part of a pre-plan, but I, that would be conspiracy well, we, we know that type of research exists in the military. We know China's been doing that as well, trying to yep. find ways to reprogram your brain so that you don't have the same reactions to killing, yep. for example. So creating that mass army of killing machines. So we know that these Fauci Frankenstein scientists have been into this stuff for a long time. So to think that some of that research didn't cross over to what's happening now is yeah. naive to say yeah. the least. 
Well, and this is a real thing, and I don't know if a lot of people realize this, but they they literally have been working on mind, these mind control drugs mm -hmm. in China for a lot of years. Things that screw with your thinking, that make you a different person, that mess with your brain. Is well, there any of that? You've all know Harari, Harari and the WEF. They yeah. want to put a chip in your brain and, and control. They want to see your thoughts and then control your thoughts. They and want you to be hackable. Everything. They Absolutely. say we're hackable people. I mean, what, let, let's add this up, right? You've got Harari and crew talking about hackable humans. China and crew working on, on hacking your brain. All these different things happening. Now, can I prove it? No. But, you know, there was a time... When if I said these vaccines were killing machines, you told me I was a conspiracy theorist. I was dead right. We're at a point now where we've got to ask hard questions, hard questions. And I'm looking forward to my scientist friends starting to look at these and trying to figure out what's going on because this is a big deal, right? So we got to dig into this a little further. Uh, we'll see what happens. But yeah, I, I wouldn't doubt it for a bit. You know, it's kind of like uh, you know, we had a lot of good people who came out on the graphene oxide stuff mm -hmm. in there. And I've not seen definitive proof either way. But one of the things that I think that's become very clear to me, and I'm a non-scientist, right? So I can't do the study to see what's there. But what I can tell you is as an attorney, I can see what I've read and see what studies have been done. And when I keep finding out that everything they said was a lie, well, why would I doubt that they'd lie again? Exactly. I mean, and the, we're, we're the just going to rule it out? Yeah, the graphene oxide was just published in a Spanish, by Spanish scientist La Quinta Coloma. Hmm. Um, so if the, anyone wants to research it, Dr. Jane Ruby has been posting about it. Um, oh, they have they, a new they, study? They, yeah, it's a new, some Spanish scientists in La Quinta Coloma have, have, have evidence that the graphene oxide is in the shots. You know, I, the, this is the thing, right? So I, I can't prove it and I don't know, but why would I say that the, one of the things- Yeah, that why I would just, you say no? Yeah. Why would we say that that's not possible? Why, the, oh, that can't be, why? What, because these guys are too honest and good? Exactly. Yeah, a court they, order they, they wouldn't do that. They wouldn't cross that line. Mm -hmm. Let's poison children and watch them die, but we would never cross the line to put graphene oxide in there. When do you trust a liar? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Headline, pro-life advocate Mart Hook sues Biden's DOJ for malicious and retaliatory prosecution. Praise God for Mark Hook. I don't know who this dude is, but God bless him. It's about time someone sued these jerk-offs. You know, if I, if I filed cases like these guys file, I had to lose my license in a heartbeat. But these guys keep filing these crooked cases and uh, apparently that's what's happening here, right? So they, they went after Hook for uh, violating the Freedom of Access to Abortion Clinic Entrances Act. And he was found not guilty. Uh, you know, the story is basically he didn't do anything. Of course, it doesn't matter whether you do anything because Biden just wants to go after anybody who uh, is you know, pro-life because Biden's a murdering piece of crap. And so, I mean, they just, I guess these guys came in and arrested them in front of their kids and it was just horrific, right? Just a horrific ordeal, trauma for the kids. So this guy's suing them. Uh, and yeah, it'd be real interesting, but I hope he wins this. Uh, and I hope he wins it by a ton. I mean, this is absolutely horrific what this guy's gone through, much like many other people, much like Donald Trump. Anyways. All right, court decision, big win for freedom in ruling favoring Christian preschool. 
this is a big deal, folks, a very big deal. And I want you to hear me on this. This is one of the keys. The current Supreme Court, I don't always love them, but they've been very strong on protecting religious freedoms. And that's critical. It's critical that they do that. They seem to have a good understanding of it, and they're doing a good job. And so this Christian preschool uh, was not okay with the whole uh, uh, boys can be girls, girls can be boys thing. They rejected it, so they tried to pull funding from them. Thank God uh, these guys, you know, they, uh, they, they fought back. They did what they needed to do, and they won. They won. So the federal, federal court said, no, nah, listen. You can't you can't make someone believe something that's counter to their faith. It's counter to the. Uh, this is free speech. This is, uh, yeah, freedom of religion. There's there's about ten different things here, but basically, uh, you know, this is this is a, a violation. And the judge actually wrote exclusion of pre, of a preschool is inherently anti-universal, and denying participation based on one's protected beliefs or speech is not equitable. And that's true. And it's just that simple. I don't know what else there is to say about this. It's a good ruling. It's a good decision. I'm very happy for it. And it, it does underscore kind of the situation. The one thing the courts are doing a good job of is protecting religious freedom right now. So um, with that, Mod RNA, Why It Matters and Other Essays, the 404 series, CBDCs, Why It Matters and Other Essays, uh, both available at Barnes & Noble. Uh, semi-available at Amazon. They're trying to you know, keep this out as much as possible. Please support them. Support the Tom Wren Show and the America Out Loud Network. Support us in all of our channels, uh, Rumble, you know, all over the place. Uh, TomRens.com. Please give to the Wren's Law, give, send, go. But get the books. Get the books, share the books, put them out there. And thank you for listening. We'll be back soon.